So we want to first thank um, you guys for joining the Dream Young Effect podcast. We truly appreciate you guys coming on. Yes. We've heard so much about the New York Lions um, Adaptive Blind Baseball League. I hope I got that right. Okay. Yes. Alex, Perfect. tell us how, 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 to, how to say it, because there's several different names. Give us all the different names. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we have the New York Lions Sports League, uh, which consists of the other branches and uh, sports that we offer. And then we have the New York Lions Adaptive Blind Baseball Team. Beautiful. Okay. Beautiful. And so, yeah, so we've done some research about you guys. So we kind of generally know what it is, but tell our viewers how you got started and, and we can go from there. Okay. We got started a, a couple of years ago. Um, our first tournament that we volunteered for to play in, in at an international level was in Italy and Rome. That was back in 2019. And then we weren't able to compete uh, last year or this year due to the current situation. So now we're looking forward to the following season. And uh, from my understanding, as of right now, it may be held in, in Germany. Oh, wow. So we're looking to, yes, absolutely. Beautiful, man. You guys are getting the chance to travel and, and, and you know, experience the world. So that's a, it's a big thing. It's a big thing. A lot of people don't get those experiences, man. So that's great. And Congratulations. Tell us, yeah. Tell us about the, the actual sport, how it's played. I know there's like, there's some details that that's not so obvious. So can you go into that for us? Absolutely. So I'll start off with the um, equipment. Uh, the ball itself is the same dimensions of a regular baseball. It's uh, hollowed out in the middle with three bells in it. So it's completely audible. Every player wears a blindfold to even at the playing field. So uh, as far as uh, visual acuity, it's not going to matter. Once the blindfold goes on, you're playing on an even playing field for all participants. Uh, we play on the diamond just like we do in, the, in uh, regular baseball. Uh, when the player hits the ball, uh, this, this is the only real modification to it that's a little bit different than what other baseballs may be uh, not used to is you self-pitch. So... If you're a right-hand hitter, you hold the ball with your left hand and take a swing with the right hand, mm -hmm. and vice versa. If you're a lefty, you do the same the other way. Okay. Uh, so once that ball is in play, it has to reach uh, beyond a certain line, uh, on, beyond the infield, and the player rounds off first base is the only electronic uh, mechanism in the whole game. It's a flat base that emits an electronic signal so the player has to bypass that and go straight to second now the reason why they do that is just to make it a little bit more competitive with the um hitter and the fielders so if yeah. uh, the person has a chance to go to first base all the time it's not, it's not going to be as competitive so we right. bypass first base to go to second base so right away from home plate the player hits it goes around first base into second base and the timing is just right for the player to um be competitive and for the fielders to try to make that play and get that person out at second place. Now the fielders um, also have the opportunity to throw the ball to a sided player who's on their team on second base. So once the opposing team is at bat, they hit the ball, it goes out to the field. You have different zones split up for different players. A player um, calls out for their zone and, and uh, makes the play, gets the ball throws it to second base. So there's a, all the fundamentals the baseball are set in place. It's just the modifications make it uh, the way it is for um, visually impaired blind people to play. And it's as good as it's going to get for uh, to give an opportunity for us to play out in, in a situation like that with uh, it being competitive. 
And that's beautiful. And that's beautiful. I know for a fact that, you know, we've worked in the industry for a lot of years and, and, and the people that we've dealt with being involved in sports or any kind of creative activity has always been a confidence booster for them. So what are some of your experiences seeing students might, or, or, or players who might have come to you and were a little shy or maybe not as confident? And when they started playing, it built it built the character in them or built some confidence in them. Can you tell us one of your success stories? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, we have various players that have not haven't played for many years uh, baseball when they were sighted. Now this gives them an opportunity to go out and play and be competitive and network with other originally paired people in different various ways other outside just a uh, uh, at a competitive level uh, with job seeking and different resources on how to become uh, better and productive citizens and to just uh, overlook their disability or whatever present uh, whatever the difficulty life has presented itself to them yeah. and we could just move forward and it, so there's different ways of uh, that it's affected the players on the team. That's beautiful. Wow. I, I want to say something. Um, it is so true uh, what Alex said, of course. Um, I have a nephew who is legally blind, and Alex plays him with him, and he knows him. And Alex told me that after so many years playing, um, I'm talking about Joseph, um, he is now more outgoing, friendly, yeah. or happy. I wow. mean, he, he is, but yeah. you you get this boost of confidence and you become the go guy or whatever yeah. it may be. Yeah. 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 And um and then in the in our team you create a um a network where it comes to I'm going for a job interview. Can you help me? Can you do this video? And so you you learn to speak out and reach out for the help that is yeah. out, that is there. Yeah. And I, uh, yeah, I agree. It's a natural progression. Think about it. If you if you if you see yourself as a conqueror in your mind after you've successfully achieved something, then the next challenge doesn't seem as as, as big to you. True. You know, once you knock down one wall, then you got another wall in front of you. You're like, you know what? I I, I beat that last challenge. Mm -hmm. I can beat this challenge. You know, mm -hmm. so but that's why I asked that question, because I've seen it with our consumers and the people that we dealt with that they you know wouldn't even talk to you or look you directly in the eye. And then after a while, when they got their first job, now they're. The social at their job saying what's up to everybody at <laughs> at, at walmart yeah. what have you which is kind of it's, it's kind of cool to see them evolve as human beings mm -hmm. so um exactly. so tell us a little bit more about how you guys are connected with the local community like because i know obviously if you're connected with all these players and in sports what other things are you doing in the community or whatever activities do you guys offer as well i wanted to say one thing is that we've been playing of course in new york Right. We've been practicing. Um, we have had some fundraising, some gatherings. We, we go to schools, different mm -hmm. public locations and give free demonstration. Nice. We're trying to recruit at the same time. We're sharing what we're doing. So if anybody has family or friends that can use this service as playing, being part of a team as an outgoing event. Awesome. Mm -hmm. yeah. But just now, just in last uh, October, and I'll send you the information. So we okay. just played another high school team that is cited. But they were wearing their blindfold folds. But the thing is that we introduced to this community how you can still play baseball mm. without having vision. And the thing is, what one thing I wanted to say was that when we're out there in the field, there's no talking. I'm sighted. I play second base. So I catch the call. I catch the ball. I give. But I can only say the word two, two, two. And that's how the that's how the the vision impaired athletes hear my voice, wait for a second, and then connect the ball from their hand to my hand by listening oh. to the sound of my voice. So only the team can talk to each other. Everybody else has to be quiet. If I start talking to someone or anything, 
That's a now. Yep. There's no talking. What the only thing I can say is I got it. If the ball comes straight toward me from the from the home plate, okay, fine. I say I got it because the ball is straight at me. And there's also rules for me to play. The team has to do most of the work, so they become individuals and they're on their own and they talk to each other and and it's wonderful. Uh, I just want beautiful. I just wanted to say that. Yeah, it's a that, great thing. That sounds beautiful. I mean, the fact that you guys are not just having people who are visually impaired play against each other and now you're incorporating people who are not visually impaired. That's really a community building exercise because you're not just it's not just bringing a community together. Yeah. It's changing the individuals who on both sides of the coin. You understand what I mean? It's like putting, absolutely having to put somebody else's shoes on and walk a mile in their shoes is always a always a growth process for that individual who's, who's going through that, those steps. So I just think that that's an awesome thing to do. Yeah. And, yeah. And also sharpening other skills. So it's like if you're mm-hmm. you're blindfolded, you have to now hone into your hearing and, you know, your other senses. So And they can hear very well because yeah. they rely on their hearing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Since they cannot rely on their vision. Yes. And the thing is, at the sighted high school kids, they were like giving, saying so much credit because like, wow, we are totally in the yeah. dark. Yeah. When, when you can see, you know, the distance between the bases. But when you're blindfolded, there is now double the, yeah. the distance. Yeah. And, yeah. and they and now they know how to play. And uh, and, and they did wonderful. Uh, the score we won two to one. Yay. But the high school, <laughs> but the high school kids did wonderful. Uh, they just learned. They just practiced a couple of games. We've been practicing for years and yeah. playing. Yeah. But um, it was a good um, competition. I want to say that that the level competition was good for us, and we hope to play again. And so hopefully now in Connecticut they can create a community for blind adaptive baseball for themselves and mm-hmm. you know and hopefully in the future we can play again and, and that way maybe two vision impaired teams together and but the thanks point is to you guys yeah so we, we just want to grow and, and and share the experience with others because there's so much to do i mean you can't say that there's only 12 people in the tri-state area that have vision impaired people there's yeah. a lot more yeah. so we need to find different roles for them to do or they need to come out and say i want to be part of that I want to do something. I may not be able to do this, but I can do that. Yeah. I cannot coach, but I can, you know, mm-hmm. there's a lot of roles we can do. And then we, um, and we've been involved in Special Olympics for a lot of years. And we've never heard of, of, right. of this type of baseball right. being played. It's normally things like bowling, volleyball, basketball, things like that. Um, for, for people of different type of disabilities or different type of challenges. However, we've never heard about baseball being played in this way. So it was a very interesting concept to us. And the fact that you guys are integrating people into the community like that um, builds upon what Nikki has really been going after is something called disability etiquette. Yeah. Um, knowing how to treat people who have different challenges and respect what their challenges are and how to approach them and still show them respect and honor. You know, some people, Absolutely. they don't want you to hold doors for them or, or treat right. them like they're different. They want to open right. their own door. They want to, you know, kind of be independent in that capacity. So that's great what you guys are doing. I love it. We love it. Um, uh, Alex, why don't you tell them our, our next goal? Yeah, so our next goal uh, right now, some things that we're working on. One is just to try to get some winter um, practices going to improve for the upcoming season. Uh, like I said, right now, it's more based on international competition, being that we're the only registered uh, team in the country. Okay. Okay. And uh, as Coach Iris mentioned, we're also looking to do demonstrations and uh, spread the word that the, that this uh, adaptive baseball team can be done in other states with other groups of uh, visually impaired people. And 
hopefully, other than it being international competition, have some teams in, in the country. Right. And, and, and also go and also right. not go to the Olympics, but uh to the Special Olympics. I mean, why not? They, right. they have the, the the talent and the skills and they fall under the qualification. So yeah. that that will be wonderful. Right. right. Imagine that. That. Entertaining. It's very entertaining and so interesting. So that would raise I, awareness. I agree. I agree. I agree. Um anything that we can do to kind of um right. you know raise awareness here in Georgia, I would love to tell people here in our local network about what you guys are doing. Um, and I don't know how to get everybody involved. I don't even know what the first step is, but just sharing the word is, is one thing I know we can do. So anything, any ideas you guys have to kind of give us information on how we can spread the word here locally, that would be a plus. Yeah, we could definitely send you some video links on what we do. Um, and people can hear them and view them at the same time. And that's probably the best attraction to put out there as of right now. Okay. Beautiful. And, and then maybe, uh, reach out to our Facebook page and that would put your interest there. Right. Yeah, so we, we can make a connection. Right. And uh, and and tell you where to go next, you know, okay. and and okay. how and how to connect. Okay. And so you have our Facebook page already, um, and that would be the best one. Yeah. Okay. 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 And there's room to grow with that. So uh, I, I just I see like a, a whole uh, conglomerate, you know, of baseball leagues, you know, adaptive baseball leagues all around the country for real, like nationwide, thing, Na- yeah. even around the world, right? Because it is worldwide, yeah. pretty much. Yeah, because in 2018, we played against the, the Italians. Uh, there was Cuba, mm-hmm. Germany, okay. uh, England. And so, uh, awesome. So, and now there's more teams coming up with playing um, Dr. Blind Baseball. Right. So, so, we just want to grow here. And tell our viewers um, the website address, Iris, and how they can get in touch with you guys on social media as well, please. Sure, I will. Give me, give me a second, believe it or not. Because uh, actually, just to let everyone know, uh, we have two people who are responsible for updating our social media platforms. Mm-hmm. One of them is vision impaired and the other one is sighted. And it's the vision impaired person who does all the work. Just to let you know, just to let you know. Yeah, I, I, and I, I'll send him pictures and videos and he's the one who uploads it, you know, or I'll put it, I'll tag him, but just to let you know. So I don't even know the name of it because I let somebody handle it completely yeah. independently. Uh, there's no hand holding here, you know, yeah, and everybody yeah. volunteers for a role. So yeah. it's That's awesome. okay. Yeah, so we'll no put worries. it right on the screen. We'll, exactly. I was just about to say the same mm-hmm. thing. So we'll put the tags down on the screen. Yeah. Um, I'm going to send it to you by chat right now. I'll, yeah. I'll okay. give it to you in the chat line. Okay. okay. Yeah, that's great. That is great. You know, we had an opportunity, like I told you, I think I told you this previously, that we had an opportunity to work with Visions, um, an organization out of New York City, and work with some of their visually impaired students and help them with job building skills. And we did everything virtually. That that was at the at the at the in the middle of the pandemic, mm-hmm. and we wow. were able to yeah. A lot of the students were very intelligent. Um, you know, students who were currently going to college, they're in their second and third year, and we were able to like actually have them help us run Dream Young and do tasks for tasks for us. Right. And they were blessed in the process by getting those um getting those resumes built up and rec- recommendation and recommendation letters, letters mm-hmm. and things like that. So that was pretty awesome, man. And they get credit too. They get, uh, you know, college credits towards um, for participating. Right. Yeah. That's yeah. correct. Yes. And and that is how uh, our game started in Connecticut. Alex, why don't you tell um, Dream Young how we got to Connecticut? Yeah, uh, the way we were able to get that project going was really through one of our coaches, uh, Coach Don, who has a Nef, uh, excuse me, grandson, who goes to a college in the area, and he was uh, working on type, some type of assignment for his school, 
And it just turns out that the uh, school he's affiliated with has the baseball team. And we uh, moved forward with uh, Coach Don and uh, started this um, this competition that we had recently in Connecticut. Okay. So it was a learning experience for us and for the the team in Connecticut. And we're looking to uh, play them and host them now, moving forward next se- next season. So it 